The FCPA Compliance Report is the longest-running podcast in compliance, engaging a wide variety of compliance-related guests and topics. Each week, Tom Fox brings you the top commentators and information which will inform your compliance program going forward. Join us again for the top podcast in compliance, hosted by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. The FCPA Compliance Report is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Tom Fox. I would like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series I'm doing in conjunction with the Azevedo Sete law firm, which is headquartered in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The series is entitled From the Unthinkable to a Culture of Compliance, and it deals with issues important to U.S. companies and other companies doing business in Brazil. In this episode three, I visit with Glaucia Ferreira, and we take a look at background checks under the Clean Companies Act in Brazil. This special five-part podcast series on From the Unthinkable to a Culture of Compliance is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode, and today I have with me Klausia Ferreira. We're going to have a great discussion around the Clean Companies Act and some other issues related to compliance and the practice of law in Brazil. So, Klausia, first of all, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to meet you also. Could you tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about your professional background? Sure. Um, I started my career 20 years ago working with litigation and also with the privatization of state-owned or controlled companies in Brazil. I did many due diligence reports of state-owned telecom companies, bank institutions at that time. Then I moved to a big law firm in Brazil where I stayed for 16 years. There, I worked in corporate and regulatory areas and because I'm also a specialist in corporate and telecommunications laws in Brazil. I met Isabel Franco at that, at that law firm, and she allowed me to help her during the monitorship of Monsanto. Now, I joined Azevedo Set Law Firm together with Isabel Franco to work mainly with compliance matters, especially especially in investigations, due diligence activities, risk assessments, and so on. Alcia, most of my listeners are going to be familiar with uh, the importance of background checks, but I was wondering if you could tell us why background checks are so critical under the Brazilian Clean Companies Act. Yes. Um, For us, it is clear that since the Clean Company Act enacted in 2013, but that only became effective in 2014, the number of Brazilian companies that began to perform background checks has increased substantially. Companies are now conducting background checks on any relevant third parties and executives before hiring them. They also check companies with which they intend to carry out M&A transactions. And in our perception, this increase is because the Clean Company Act has imposed a strict liability on any legal entity for corrupt acts against the public administration, national or foreign, committed by third parties in their interest or benefit. In other words, for us, after this law was enacted, any entity can also be considered liable for the corruption acts practiced by third parties in their interest or benefit. In the case of M&A transactions, 
the successor company must pay the corresponding fine and fully repair the damage caused by the prior company up to the limit of the equity that was transferred. And this liability is strict, there is regardless of the corporate gearing. And another reason for background checks is to determine the sanctions to be applied. The authority has to consider the adoption of specific procedures to prevent fraud and illicit acts by the companies. The authority will check, for example, if these procedures have been taken in bidding process, administrative contracts, and also in any interaction with the public sector. Even if mediated by third parties, like in payments of taxes, inspections, obtaining licenses and certificates. And to decide a sanction, the authorities must also consider if compliance due diligence has been carried out in MA transactions to verify illicit practice or weakness in the activities of the legal entities involved. And in addition to very heavy fines, the companies had liable under the Clean Company Act may be prevented temporarily from participating in bids or from entering into contracts with the public administration. And these companies may also be declared unfit to contract with the government. Thus, since the Clean Company Act, corporations have been forced to look at the reputational history of companies and individuals they intend to hire and even analyze the organizations with which they intend to engage in MA process. The volume of background checks is so large that we have a department in our firm dedicated to conducting background checks for clients. We have fixed contracts with several clients to perform background checks of third parties to be hired and also senior executives. Our reports have been a beacon for clients to proceed with the hiring or not of a third parties. Classy, there you focused on uh, reputational risk, but I was wondering about financial or security background checks. Although these background checks boom grew exponentially only after the Clean Company Act, there is after 2014, the financial institutions and other organizations authorized to operate by the Brazilian Central Bank already had to do that before. These institutions must implement international control policies and procedures with the specific purpose to prevent their using money laundering crimes. They have to adopt systems that allow confirmation of the client's registration information, identification of the financial beneficiaries of the operations, the definition of whether the clients are politically exposed persons or pets. They should only initiate a business relationship with the clients if the client can make a statement about the purposes and the nature of the business relationship with the institutions. And also, the bank must collect a data that shows if the clients are PEP or not. If a client is described as a PEP, the institution must be able to identify the origin of the funds involved in the transactions of this client. And just like financial institutions, insurance companies are also required to maintain internal controls, procedures, mainly to prevent money laundering and financing of terrorism. That includes the identification of customers, beneficiaries, third parties, 
in other related parties, and even the maintenance of methods that allow the identification and control of the risks of themselves being involved in their products in situations related to money laundering and terrorism financing. Insurance companies must also inform the Brazilian Financial Activities Control Board, called here as COAFI, of the transactions that contain evidence of the practice of these crimes. Klausia, as someone who practices in this area, what do you see as some of the uh, challenges to conducting background investigations in Brazil? Our biggest challenge in conducting background checks is to have reliable official sources of research. Unfortunately, it's not easy to find accurate and complete information on public sites, both in the legal and administrative areas. Even using the best search tools available in the market, many times we cannot obtain all information about the people and organizations searched because official sites do not contain precise information or do not index the data. Therefore, we believe that a good lawyer makes a huge difference in the conduct of background checks. The lawyer not only knows how to sniff out incomplete information that makes us go further in search, but we can also make a legal reading of the information available to detect what represents a reputational impact of the third party in question. Klausia, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I was wondering if you might be able to tell us where listeners who might want more information on this topic could go to. Yes. Um, first, I would say that the more companies require that only good reputational companies or individuals will be allowed to render services to them, and the background checks are the tool to check that, the more our country will be free of corruption. From 180 countries, Brazil is still the 106th position in Corruption Perception Index of the Transparency International, and that must really change. Only when companies and individuals become definitely aware that they have no more space to do business as they do, will the corruption in our country stop. I invite everyone to visit our website to know more about our compliance area and also to subscribe to our mailing list. We have a monthly roundtable of compliance for seven years already where compliance officers get together to discuss how they are dealing with the most sensitive matters in, our, in their companies, which is really amazing. Klausia, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. This is a topic that is still extraordinarily important uh, in Brazil, in the United States, and literally across the world. So I greatly look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you very much, Tom. It has a real pleasure and honor for me to participate in, our, in your podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this special five-part series I'm doing in conjunction with lawyers from the Azevedo Sete firm in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm going to link to their website in the show notes, so if you need any help in Brazil, check them out. I hope you will join me again for another episode. This special series has been a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.